Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I've got an interview for you guys today, and I loved this conversation. Our guest today, her name is Megan Hubner, and she is an entrepreneur educator specializing in teaching people how to start, grow, and streamline their businesses. She was a corporate professional who walked away from a 12-year career in medical sales with the desire to impact people in a greater way. She now works as a business coach and consultant for new entrepreneurs, and uh She had urgent open heart surgery in 2016, which was a catalyst for Megan to realize that her purpose was bigger than the title on her business card and that there was a life outside of her job that she was being called for. Megan has helped people in all different industries, which I thought was super, super interesting. And I think the thing that I loved the most about this episode, I mean, Megan really just has this She has this way that she's approached her business and that she does approach her business that really speaks to what we talk about here, which is alignment and really like a next level allowing of things to unfold for her. And I'm not even sure that she necessarily did it consciously, not always anyways. Um, It just sounds like Megan is, you know, kind of that person who just has an idea for something and is open to it and allows for the resources to show up for her. And that's not to say that, you know, she hasn't ever had any struggles or anything like that. But I think that we really, really do overcomplicate business. And I've had experiences in business where I didn't have everything in place. I mean, my first coaching clients came before I even had a website up. Um, I had a full-time business before that, that had no website, that for a long time had no social media, but that was booked out. And it's because we don't actually need, there's no rules around when and how our success gets to come, except for the rules that we create for ourselves. So, you know, talking to Megan, she's, it's, you can, it's very clear she is not spending time making things wrong. She's not spending time wishing things were different than they are. And I think that this is really, you know, it can be this simple. It can be as simple as just allowing for things to unfold. And I know that that's easier said than done. And I've certainly not always been an expert at it at all. But the more that we can allow ourselves to lean into ease, not need things to be perfect, enjoy the moment, and you know, have an idea of where it is that we desire to go, the more fulfilling this journey gets to be, the faster things get to happen. So I'm really excited to share with you guys today my interview with business coach Megan Hubner. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a business and manifestation mentor for modern entrepreneurs who know that deep down, there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the next level success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality that I desired, I went from teacher to 20 and $30,000 months in just two years in my online business. If there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe that you can become, create, and achieve anything you desire, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hi, Megan. How are you doing today? 
I am great. How are you? Really, really good. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on with me today and welcome to The Aligned Entrepreneur. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So I've given our audience a little bit of a background on you, but I would love to hear it from you, who it is that you are and what you do as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Um, so my name is Megan Hubner. I was, I live in Whistler, British Columbia, which was my dream destination back when I was in the corporate field and living and working in the city of Vancouver. Um, in 2019, I actually took this leap of faith and left corporate career behind life as I knew it and started working uh, online, started my own business. And I always knew, it's so funny how when you look back and you reflect, I always knew <laughs> that I would get into the line of coaching because that was, you know, that has been my calling for 20 years. Um, but I just wasn't too sure when and where. And then I started having people come to me right at the time of pandemic. And they said, Hey, you know, like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And I thought, you know what, I can't keep putting this off any longer. I need to dive into coaching. And so I did, I started pretty much like March, 2020, focusing, oh, wow. speci <laughs> focusing specifically on one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching is what I do now. I take, help people take their vision and turn it into an actual business or take a business that they already have and grow and scale it. Amazing. I mean, I don't know about you. Well, if you started in March 2020, I actually did experience my business growing at that time because there were so Same. many people, right? So uh, so it actually makes perfect sense. Now, what did you do in corporate before and how did you sort of, how did that create clarity around what you were meant to do within your coaching business? Yeah, for sure. Good question. Um, so I was actually in medical sales. I had been in medical sales for 12 years. I actually started my career, you know, in my early 20s in entrepreneurship, working for multiple different entrepreneurs, loved it, loved, you know, I remember at one point getting a pharmaceutical job and saying no to it because I was so passionate about the entrepreneurship work that I was doing at that time. And then, you know, fast forward a couple more years and I was like, no, I got, you know, I landed another pharmaceutical job. I was like, oh yeah, this, this was my dream. So I pursued that for the next 12 years, went through pharmaceutical sales with the goal of becoming a regional sales manager at a large medical company selling in hospital. And so that was just, you know, my focus. And I just worked on it and worked on it. Uh, so I spent six years jumping around a few smaller companies. And I spent another six years dedicated to one large company that was absolutely an amazing company with amazing perks, amazing colleagues, you name it. Um, but that company also gifted me something that I was not expecting. And they actually gifted us a third party health assessment. And the third party health assessment discovered that I had a genetic um, heart condition that was oh. something that my uncle actually passed away from at the age of 27. Uh, we didn't know that it was a genetic condition or it was passed down or it was even in the, you know, even in the lineage. And so that that heart surgery actually took me 16 days, basically from diagnosis to surgery. Um, at that time, I knew as well that my mother would need to go for urgent heart, open heart surgery too. And so we both kind of underwent this for the next two years. And that company, they gave me the gift of life. And they also gave me the gift of growth as an employee. They gave me the gift of um, op opportunity. And then they also gave me the gift of setting me free too, because I realized that after I went through the heart surgery procedure, after I had a miracle baby, <laughs> Um, that I just lost, was losing my passion for life in, in the corporate world. And even though the company was 10 out of 10, I had changed. Right. And so I started to pursue other ideas and I had these wheels turning and I just couldn't, I couldn't avoid them any longer. I, you know, they were there, they were turning. I had all these ideas of these things that I wanted to do. Um, and when you face a diagnosis like that, that happens so fast, you know, people at the time asked me like, are, you know, what about your life would you change? And I was like, 
oh, nothing. Like I had achieved the dream job that I had wanted to, you know, I had a vacation property in Whistler. We lived in a house in the suburbs um, of Vancouver. Like I was doing everything I had set out to do, but it wasn't until I kind of took a look at the bigger picture that I realized that I wasn't actually really in alignment anymore with myself. Right. What I love about that is I think for many people, myself included, we kind of get to this like low point where we're really unsatisfied and that's when we're forced to make a change. But for you, you're like, there was so much that was going right. Like it probably would have been really easy for you to just stay and be like, well, I have it really good. It would have been so easy to stay so easy. Um, but you know, like, you know, if you have, if you are a parent to young children and they grow and they change so fast and you realize how fleeting time is, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think that, you know, even if I hadn't have had a daughter, I might've still been in that world because I wouldn't have realized how fleeting that time was and that there was potentially a greater purpose out there for me. And so even though I affect, I affect like individual people in their own visions and dreams right now, I feel like I have a greater impact than when I affected thousands of people through my, the work that I did in the, in the operating room. Mm, amazing. Uh, and so do you feel that had it not been for your diagnosis that you how do you feel, feel that impacted? Like, would you have still been doing what you were doing, do you think? Or um, do you think you ever would have gone down the path that you're on? Maybe it would just would have taken longer? I think it probably would have taken longer. I, you okay. know, I, I look back and I think that entrepreneurship was in my bones the entire time. I actually right. have a degree in entrepreneurship, which is hilarious because I feel at times <laughs> that my 20-year-old self knew my 40-year-old self better. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you know, like then the whole reason I chose that is because I didn't want to be stuck into one sales or marketing role. I wanted to kind of incorporate them all. And so when I look back, I kind of think, oh, yeah, wait a minute. I actually felt like I was coming home when I allowed myself to entertain this dream of working for myself. I love that. I think that most entrepreneurs, I mean, if not all of them have that, like, like it, it, I just knew deep down and I ignored it mm-hmm. for as long as I could. As I totally. Could. I mean, I was doing everything right. Like I had gone out, I got the corporate job. I had the company car, the expense account. Um, you know, like I went to, went to go see, you know, I went to Toronto. I did lots of traveling with work. It was all great. Like I loved it. Um, I saved, you know, my 17% that I was supposed to save. Like I did all those things. And then I got to this point, I was like, okay, wait a minute. But when you, Mm. I think, I think the biggest thing for people is that when you are in that, if when you're in that trajectory and you are working, working, working to this goal is quite often when you get to that goal, you haven't really established what the next goal is. And so even though I had gotten to the goal of regional sales manager selling in the hospital, that was the goal. I forgot at that point to continue to reevaluate and find out what the next goal was. Right. And I think part of being an entrepreneur, like, and not when I say entrepreneur, I mean, like, I feel like you're born into that almost, or a lot of people are, right? It's like part of who you are, you're a creative. And so getting to a certain goal, whether it's in a career or within a business, there's always going to be more because it's who you are to grow Mm -hmm. and become and experience more. Yes, totally. Right. And so that's, it sounds like what is what, um, really motivated you forward when it was like there was so much that was going well and so many things that you could have used as reasons not to keep going. Um, But it was like, but who I am is someone that's always going to be reaching for more. Would you say that's true? Oh, 100%, 100%. And even like, you know, even during that time when I was like, putting the wheels together of saying, okay, I, you know, I actually really want to leave. And I I remember distinctly in February of that year saying to my husband, you know what, if I just got a severance package, I would leave in a couple months and I will figure out the rest. And he's going, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. And as luck would have it three months later, (laughs) three months later, 
we went through a global shift and they were offering severance packages because they needed to downsize. Right. And so I actually <laughs> left the company basically to the, like to almost to the month that I desired to leave with right. this, yeah, with this gift of this, this global downsize. And so it was just like, and even at that point I looked at him and I was like, do I take this? And he was like, you just asked for this. <laughs> I was like, I know, but still like, do I take this? Cause you, I think the biggest thing in that situation is you have to let go of your ego. Yes. Right. <laughs> like the identity that you had around being a successful. Totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all, I mean, this whole podcast exists to discuss the energy of success and the spirituality behind success and manifestation and all that kind of thing. And, you know, manifestation within marketing. And so it's actually just a perfect example that especially in your state of allowing, you know, you weren't fighting mm -hmm. where you were, you weren't needing things to be different. It was just sort of like, huh, this might be nice. And then just totally. an allowing for things to move into your, into place for you. It really can be that easy. It, it really can be that easy, but we, I think we do really question that as well, because it's, it's, you know, it's not the way that we are trained to think. It's not the way not that I was, you know, I was trained to go and get this great successful job and, you know, have stock options and a pension plan. And that was, that was going to be really, really great. And so I kind of had to question my own sanity at some times thinking like, okay, wait a minute, is this, is this truly what I want? Or is this just a dream? Or some people call me a dreamer, but I call myself a dreamer and a doer. Cause I'm not just going to throw the dream out there and then take no action. I'm going to throw the dream out right. there and then I'm going to fight to make sure that it happens. Right. I think it has to be that, yeah. you know, it has to be energetic alignment with the desire to go and, and put the action in. And I think the more belief you have, the easier that obviously is. Um, yeah. So how did you then decide, okay, I'm going to, because you're a business coach, right? That's right. I'm a business coach. Yeah. So how did you decide that and what kinds of businesses specifically are you helping people to create? Yeah. So that actually, the, I mean, the decision to do specifically business coaching pretty much came out of demand. I So I okay. was working with a few other plans at, um, sorry, I was working with a few other platforms at that time, just learning how to do online marketing, learning, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all those things. And at that time, I kind of, I would have come people, have people come into my realm and they would say, I need help with this. And I would send them there. Or I need, need help with this. And I give them a referral to that. And I just, at that point was like, I don't have another place to put these people. <laughs> I just have to create one. And so that's when I created the one-on-one program and really started working with people. So we focus, you know, I focus on primarily mindset is where we always start and we yep. don't necessarily move on to those sort of four pillars of business until we've really dived into the mindset and to figure out where they're at, because it's right. the ego, it's the thought process, it's the thoughts that you are teaching yourself. Yeah. Once we establish all of those things, then we take a look at where the business needs to grow. How do we look at accounting? How do we look at marketing and sales, operations, human resources? And so, you know, kind of poising their business in an area that is going to allow them to prepare for growth. And so really focusing on not just, you know, having this side hustle or launching a dream, but actually launching a business. So we've... Right. I've worked with a variety of different industries, um, everything from high-end golf apparel to uh, course development to well health and wellness to uh, postnatal period panties. So kind of like all over the map, but I cool. love it because it keeps it fresh. Totally. And, and you find too that there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of the same principles yeah. um, just catered to different industries. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So what I love about what you're saying, because like I'm repeatedly 
telling not only my clients, but reminding myself of it too, that anytime we're in sort of this like figuring, like frantic figuring out energy of like, mm-hmm. well, should I do this? And should I do that? Um, and, and trying to sort of strong arm our way from where we are to where we desire to be. Yeah. Usually it doesn't actually work. <laughs> work. <Yeah. laughs> um, and what I love about your story is like, not only did, you know, it all line up in terms of um, getting a, a chance to leave your job and and severance package and all that, but also the business itself came to you. Like it wasn't like, totally. okay, I'm going to start a business. What does it need to be? What are my products? Like building the website first, all that kind of stuff. You just let it, you just let it build itself sort of, well, obviously yeah. you built it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I totally did. And that, it, and that it has been really like the organic feel of that as well. You know, I have no problem to say if it's a, you know, a business that it's not something that is either ready for a one-on-one type of container like this. You know, I'm super happy to help them educate, get a bit more information, get them started in things. But yeah, I think that by the time people come to me, they're usually pretty ready. Like they've got this dream and they just want to know how. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what did sort of the first few months look like for you then in terms of, you know, you've left your job and yep. we're in the beginning of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, how did things sort of start to build for you in terms of, you know, the business itself and profits and your confidence within it and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I left in 2019 and so I continued to okay, hone, gotcha. yeah, hone in on my skills for the next year. I mean, we went through massive changes. We have rent real estate property as well. So, um, you know, purchasing a property, getting it ready for Airbnb, listing it online, renovating another property, moving cities. So that was kind of like the bulk of everything. And while that was all help happening, I was just learning, 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 learning. Mm. There is so much amazing information these days online. It just blows me away that we can, you can learn how to start a business today. You can start today learning how to do it and it's not going to cost you anything. That just the resources are incredible. Mm -hmm. So I just spent the next year, like just investing in all of it, learning and growing and understanding. And that's kind of, I think where this organic um, switch to coaching happened because I was just sort of taking it all in at that time. Um, yeah. And so the first, the first number of months have basically just looked like people coming to me saying, Hey, I have this thing. Can you help me? And so I kind of created, okay, well, you know, how am I going to start? I'm going to start by, okay, assessing where their mindset's at. And then how am I going to, where am I going to go do next? Okay. Well, I'm going to say it's, it's gotta be a minimum of 12 weeks. You know, you stumble along with things at the beginning. Okay. I'll work together with you for eight weeks and you realize eight weeks is not enough. And then you work together for 12 weeks and you realize that the average amount of people actually need 16 weeks of coaching. And so you just kind of like take it all in and kind of build a framework as you go. And I really think it's important in those starting phases is just to let things happen don't get hung up on the website. Don't get hung up on building out the framework for something that you think they need when in actual fact, you should just absorb what they need and then build yes. the framework as you go. Yes. And so yeah, it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, no, I don't have an emailing list. Um, I'll, be honest, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I don't have an email list yet either. <laughs> you know, like it just hasn't been a priority yet. Um, but I'm getting there. Right. And so you just start taking the action, start helping people, start adding value. And then everything kind of falls into place from there. And so now I really quite clearly know that, you know, typically somebody will work with me for 16 weeks in a one-on-one container. This is how many touch points this type of personality needs. This is, you know, um, and then you also are able to better assess where that person is. Like, are they actually ready to go? If they're not ready to go yet, don't force them. 
I um I I completely agree with what you're saying but like not oh, I think we have this idea of like build it and they will come but totally a lot of the time it's actually the opposite because then we have so much invested in this business that isn't even making any yeah. money yet and I had a business before what I'm doing now um and it was in aesthetics and um it was kind of it was exactly like what you're describing where it was like I'm just going to try this out and like, I'm going to see what works. I'm going to put a couple of like, you know, Kijiji ads out there and people mm-hmm. just started coming and I had, you know, some very, very basic business cards made. I had no Instagram, no website yeah. for like a year and a half. And it was a booked out business in two months. Then yeah. I started my coaching business and it was like this perfectionism mindset of like, got to have the website, got to have the beautiful sales page and the ads funnel and all of these things. And that business, I mean, this one that I'm in now, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't make really hardly any money for the first like nine months. Um, and that was because I was so in my head and not allowing it and prioritizing things that weren't actually important. It's like the I busy know we, work. It's the, oh my God, I was the, I, <laughs> the queen of busy work. And I think with an online business, it's not hard to be, right? We think we need to be in Super all of Super easy to places. do, yeah. So how would you say then that you find trust in sort of that, what I like to call like the unfolding where, you know, you're like, I don't have an email list and that's fine. This is a profitable business. Like you're not buying into anybody's sort of rules that they place around like, well, you have to have an email list and you have to email them every single week. And this is like, you know, all these rules that I think it's a, I really think it's a combination. Number one, you have to let go of that ego. That ego will consume you if you're like, oh yeah, I know this has to be done first or so-and-so did it like this. I'm going to do that first. Right. You really have to get true to like, what is your heart saying? What is your body telling you? What is, you know, how are you reaching people and connecting with people? You know, quite honestly, most of my people have come from referrals, right? It's not even necessarily like, you know, the boosted posts that you do or anything, right? It's that connection, just being a real, real person and actually, yeah, just actually like, you know, offering, offering support. And so letting go of that ego, I think is, is absolutely key. Um, trusting yourself in the process, but also, um, just being clear on the change that you want to affect. I want to help people launch Mm. businesses. And that, when you said that you have like this energy to you, like, this is what I'm, and and I always say, it's not what you're doing. It's who you're being and who you're being. When you say, I want to help people launch businesses is like, of course you have clients in that energy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think also too, you know, the one of the the reason I spend so much time with the mindset stuff with people is that that mindset piece and understanding how you actually have the control over your thoughts Mm-hmm. teaching them that they have control over their thoughts, teaching them that, Hey, you know what? If I don't have the email list, it's okay. I can let that thought go. Right. And Awareness. really kind of empowering them to be like, okay, yeah, I can let that thought go. I can control that thought and then I can continue to move on. And I think right. too, that the more confident people are in their own offering, the easier it is to then kind of coach them on saying, Hey, okay, we don't need to have X, Y, and Z first. You just need to go. You just need to go. This is like the number one thing I teach people is like, let's not worry so much about the strategy. Let's worry about, you know, what you're creating and have it be something you're just obsessed with. Totally. Right? I was awake right at 445 there. last night. I'm working on this <laughs> mega project for someone. And like my wheels were turning about standard operating procedures and okay, you know, human resources and job descriptions. And so I at 445 was like, should I just get up? I was like, no, that's ridiculous. I should not get up. I should really do a meditation and go back to sleep. But <laughs> like, I was so excited about this that's new project. 
Yes. Yeah. That's what it's like. And that energy is palpable to people, right? Yeah. As opposed to like, well, I came up with something that I think people will probably buy because I've seen other people sell it. And now I'm just going to put, you know, Facebook ads in place. <laughs> like it just totally. doesn't, doesn't work. It falls no. flat, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I love that. I love that a lot of this seems to have come very quite naturally to you because for me, yeah. I fell into believing a lot of like the marketing BS and rules that are out there and having to learn like, hey, that's not working. Yeah. It's in, and intuitively, I know that it's because it's, this isn't it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, absolutely. One of the things that I really like to talk about on this podcast is like just sharing in people's sort of the, the ways in which they've struggled in their business, because yeah. I think there's so much of this narrative out there. That's like, Hey, I just started a six figure or seven figure business. Like it was nothing. And it leaves no room for people to feel like they can just be a human. And totally. so I talk a lot about the different ways in which I've struggled in my business and, you know, the success that has come on the other side of that, but it's definitely been both every step along the way. So, you know, what's something perhaps like something you struggled with or something you had to overcome in your business? I think, you know, coming from the corporate world where everything is so structured and it's laid out for you beautifully, you know, you, I, you really have to allow yourself to come into your own. And I think that that the worry, the fear, the doubt will always be there. And especially Mm -hmm. when you continue to expand, like you bring in seven clients and then you bring in eight clients. And as you continue to expand, you're not the same business or person you were. And so you have to let that go and you have to just be confident in knowing. So like I said earlier, it's just keeping that vision super high. I'm like, no, I'm helping people start businesses. I'm helping people start businesses. And the more you say that to yourself, the more the worry, the fear, the doubt guys goes away. I mean, I remember right before I launched my one-on-one coaching being like, should I get a job? I wonder if I should get a job. Maybe that would like <laughs> even, you know, better ingrain me in the community. And then I like, it was like, this is ridiculous. Why would I get a job? Like, this is my job. This is my purpose. This is what I desire to do. And so it's, I think really controlling your thoughts in that time, learning how to get over and learning what resonates and work for you. Like if, if it doesn't work for you to go for a run during that moment of doubt, then do some journaling instead or do a quick meditation, but you have to be aware of what is going to shift your thoughts about Mm. where you're, where you're stuck. Um, And then let go of the perfection too you know what? You put up a post or you put up a story slide. It's got a spelling mistake. Whoops. <laughs> you can fix it next time. Like yes, <laughs> just being okay to be authentically you, you know, you'll, you can land on my Instagram page and you'll see it's not perfectly curated. It's a reflection of me. And I right. love perfectly curated feeds. They look beautiful, but it's not me. So I'm not going to let that stop me. Mm. I'm just going to keep going and put one foot in front of the other every single time. And so when you poise yourself for growth and expansion and you know, it's going to be uncomfortable and you know, it's going to be fun and it's going to be exciting. And then it's going to be uncomfortable again. When you expect that, I think it's easier to kind of accept when it comes. Yes. And I also, I, we have a lot of coaches that listen uh, to this podcast and what I found was that in me trying to be perfect out of my own insecurity, right? Because that's yeah, where it comes yeah, down, yeah, totally. I wasn't doing any of my clients a favor to yeah. set this standard that they felt like they couldn't possibly live it up to. I've actually allowed things to be imperfect because at this point, because I'm like, this mm-hmm. is what's serving people. Like I want to share all the ways in which like, you know, that training went up in flames or like, yeah. this, you know, like whatever, because that's, totally. that's real, right? It's totally real. I love yeah. real. I, you know, I think too, like when I, when I talk to my, some of my clients who are still kind of paralyzed in that, oh my gosh, well, what if this, this isn't perfect quite yet? I don't know if I can put this out yet you know, I always say to them, like, just remember that you are so many steps 
further ahead than the person who hasn't yet started. The person who is still there with a dream, who is still there with a vision, who is still going to their job every day, dreaming of owning their own studio or, you know, dreaming of having their own agency, whatever the dream is. And so if you have started, if you have, you know, started an Instagram page, if you have talked to five people about what it is that you do, if you have created the vision and wrote some things down, you are further ahead than the person who is still working with a vision or who still has a dream or who is still resentful of the fact that they haven't started yet. And so don't discount that. And one of the things I often say to people and remind myself of is like, what would your perception of yourself be either as an earlier, younger version of you or as that person who is just coming into, you know, your audience or starting their business? And could you see yourself through that lens? Because what we do instead is even when we are doing well and we have come so far, it doesn't even have to do with money, but, you know, we've overcome a lot and we're showing up. We're comparing ourselves, we're viewing ourselves through the lens of like the next level of success, which is just mm-hmm. a never ending, you never get to win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not totally. Have it. Totally. So, yeah. I, I think too, celebrating your success. Yep. Like, you know, you went and you did a video on Instagram, celebrate that's that. Scary. That's scary. Yes. Like, that should be celebrated. <laughs> totally, totally. Like, don't discount that. You And don't say like, oh yeah, I did it, but then I, I stuttered or I stumbled here or the clip lost there. Like, don't do that. Don't get rid of any of those thoughts of what you didn't do. Just talk about everything that you did. I put up a video today. I killed it. I crushed it. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also like, like I tell my my clients when they're going into like a free training or a live stream or something, I say like, trust that whatever the people in your audience, what they need to hear, you're going to say today. That's why yeah. they're there. That's why you're there. And there's nothing that they needed to hear that you didn't say, or else it would have come through you, right? Like yeah. seeing yourself more as like a channel than every anything, because otherwise there's infinite space for you to be in your head about what you didn't do or didn't say or missed. Totally. That, you know, I think the power of one is so big is that you don't need to try and affect change for 25 people that watch that, that webinar that you did. If you made a difference for one person, you were successful. Right. And it it can be in so many different ways. Like I had this silly girl um, example where my my girlfriend last summer, she said, oh, you know what? I saw your story. I saw that you were doing a bunch of canning. I went out and bought canning jars. Now I didn't get to canning this year, but I'm going to do it next summer and I'm excited for it. And I was like, that's incredible. I would have never in a million years imagined that my, you know, my canning experience had inspired you to do some canning for your family, right? Like such a rudimentary example, but you affect people in so many different ways you don't even know. Yes. Yeah. And I think we just don't give ourselves enough credit at all. Um, So what kind of moving forward is the vision that you have for your success? What's next? Um, I think next I'm probably going to be looking at doing a bit of a group project, some type of group program. I haven't decided on the timeline yet. I haven't decided on all the pillars yet, but I'm kind of thinking it's going to be for new business owners who are ready to, ready to launch, ready to really start putting things into, you know, into movement. So it's probably going to be something short, like a four to eight week program that kind of take a look, that takes a look at all those buckets. So looking at your business from accounting and HR and operations and, you know, everything from how do you get the product out to the door to make sure that your Instagram bio is up to snuff and that people understand what you do and how you help them when they land on your page. So kind of like a 
I don't know, like a, a, a flyer, if you would, just kind of a small version of my actual 12, 12 week program. Right. Um, and yeah, it'll be for new business owners. I think that's going to be next, which is pretty exciting. I'm also taking on a bit of a mega consulting client, I think in the next little bit too. So that will minimize my time for one-on-one clients, but this one, um, you know, the, the bigger projects that I love to work on too, or is the businesses that are, Hey, you know what? I've grown this far, but in order to grow further, I need systems in place. And so right. that's kind of, I think, two of the things that I'm going to be working on this uh, over the summer months here as we roll into the next next quarter. Amazing. Do you have, uh, mm-hmm. one of the questions I always like to ask people is, do you have, you know, specific mindset processes that you implement each day or each week within your business? Absolutely. Um, you know, when I started the entire mindset work two years ago, I was very rigid in the fact that I was taking a program at the time. The program required journaling, um, an audio reading, and um, one other component that was just basically like note taking. And so I was very structured in how I was doing things. But I realize now that now that I know myself so much better, I actually kind of tend to flow into different things depending on how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. Yes. And so I do, I absolutely do meditation every single night before I go to bed, but I don't do the same one. I choose one that I'm feeling kind of inspired around or choosing the thoughts, the feelings that I want to have that night as I drift off to sleep. And then in the morning, I always do some type of reading. So whether it's personal development or whether it is um, business focused or whether it's just purely inspiration. So a few minutes of reading, and I always listen to something in the morning too, because I feel like the energy that you get behind an audio of something, and it could be anything from um, a meditation in one of my training programs that I've done. It could be a Bob Proctor um, piece from Mm -hmm. the program that I've done, or it could actually be um, something from YouTube, like an inspirational, motivational, kickstart your morning thing. Because you know sometimes I find the music just so moving and beautiful. So I always listen to something for at least about 10 minutes. And then I always wake up before my daughter. And those are the <laughs> things like, time. yes, I am right. so much happier and peaceful and calmer if I have at least 15 minutes to myself before the day starts. Right. So I usually set my alarm before so that I can get my audio stuff done first. Gotcha. Yeah. Little things, eh? Makes it's totally little things. Yeah. And it's funny because even a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have paid attention to all the small things on how I work. I would have said, oh, nope. Every day I'm listening to this video because this is just the way it should be. But now that I know myself so much better and know how I operate, I can tell. I'm like, no, I need to do a bit of journaling right now. No, I just want to read a bit of inspiration, something light. And so I kind of know a little bit more about what is going to inspire in that exact moment. I love that you've mentioned that because... I was kind of the same, like, these are the things that you need to do each day. And I have seen like huge results from, you know, consistent, uh, visualization, for instance, you know, hundred percent. Oh gosh. um, But the problem with it was, was like some days I just really didn't feel like some months I didn't feel like visualizing. And so what I've really tried to lean more into these last six months or so is like, if I'm meant to do it, I will feel drawn towards it. Like whatever, you know, mindset work is going to serve me and my goals best right now is what I will feel drawn towards. And otherwise it's just more rules that we place on our success. Like it can't happen if I'm not doing my journaling. And more guilt, right? Guilt. Oh my God. (laughs) I was literally having guilt around like not visualizing for 20 minutes every day. And now my bit, like it's ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, totally. Totally. And then like with that visualization too, like you actually want to be enjoying it. You know, like I said, we moved from, we moved from the city up to Whistler um, in the summer of 2019. And so 
actually recognizing that we're here, like this move didn't just happen in a couple of months, right? It happened over the course of a number of years where, you know, my stepdaughter said, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to go away to university anymore. I want to stay home. So we stayed in the city extra. We'd already bought the townhouse that we were going to live in in Whistler. Like all of these things take time to happen, right? Um, you know, going from open heart surgery to then having a baby, then to walking her down to ski school each day. Like all of these things were steps in the process that I had visualized, visualized moving to Whistler, visualized leaving right. corporate life, visualized walking my daughter to the ski hill for her lesson that day. Love that. You know, and so then when you get there, you got to enjoy that. Yes. Because <laughs> otherwise you're just visualizing because it's scheduled and you should be looking for the next 20 minutes and you didn't realize that all of this work, like this just didn't happen. This took like five years to get here. I think it's so funny how like we visualize something because we want it and then it happens and we're like, well, what's next? What am I visualizing? Totally. <laughs> totally. What about that thing that you just created out of thin air through yes. the power of your thoughts? Like, should we be in awe about that for just, you know, like totally. a hot second? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when is, when, when are you going to just stop and enjoy this moment? Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Definitely. And I think, uh, I mean, there's just so much that we could, we could even say about that because there's just always who we are as expansive beings. And that's why we're so drawn to what the next thing is. But I think like your story is a testament that things can move very quickly and with a lot of flow when you're, when you are present and you are enjoying and you are seeing things through a lens of abundance and you know where you're going. Yes, absolutely. That's really what what it is. And it doesn't even have to be that you know where you're going so clearly that you know what clothes you're going to wear and the house you're going to live in. You just need to know, you just have to have a feeling and the, like the inspiration and the vision that it's going to happen. Yes. Just keep going to that. The clarity will manifest as well. Yes. Yeah, and how all those things in between will manifest. And I mean, often we push things away. Like I said, I knew I was going to be coaching and I pushed, I continued to push it away for months and months. Why? I don't know. I have no clue. Just because I oh I should be doing these other things. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> right inevitably. In, but inevitably exactly yeah. where I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I love, like, you really are the aligned entrepreneur, Megan. I love it. Oh, like, you. like there's just this, like, ease in the way that you approach. I mean, I, I'm sure that it's not all easy, of course. But, you know, overall, I can really get a sense of how someone relates to and feels about their business just in the way that they talk about it. It's really yeah. that simple. The story you're telling is the one that's manifesting. So you where can people connect with you online? Yeah, you can uh, jump over to my website, which is www.meganhubner.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Megan Hubner. Um, those are probably the best two places. I do have a Facebook business page as well. It's not as active as the other two, but those are best places to find me for sure. Amazing. Uh, we will link those down below for you guys so you can check out Megan. And uh, if you had to leave our audience with one tip <laughs> not to put you on the spot yeah but. No, it's okay oh one tip you guys don't wait like I said mm. the you know my business started because of people coming to me and it got busier when pandemic hit and I think that pandemic for a lot of people was just the symbol of like why am I waiting still right why am I still sitting here in the worry and the fear and the doubt when in actual fact like if you go to that oh my gosh, that deepest place. Like what if I left my job and I couldn't book clients for four months? Like 
Well, most people would probably still have resources to help them or, um, you know, a part-time job they could work on the side. Like, don't wait. If you have that dream, don't wait for that diagnosis. Don't wait for that life altering emotional impact that comes and it could be potentially scary. Like live out what you desire because you have only one life. We have no idea how long we have. And that's what I say all the time is like, what are we all, we're all safely tiptoeing our way to the grave. Totally. totally. <laughs> like, oh what? my gosh. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> it's so bizarre. And I, I was the same as you. I've always been the same as you. Like, what's the worst case scenario here? Like, you know, I have to move back in with my parents. This was back because totally. I used to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Um, when I was leaving my teaching career, you know, what's the worst case scenario? Like, okay, my ego would take a hit. If Big things time, didn't yeah. work out, but like, would I survive? Yes. Would I be proud of myself for going for it? Yes. yes. And guess what? Like none of those things actually ended up happening, but I think we need to be just more playful and more explorative and take yeah. things less seriously because totally. we don't even know, like I like to, jo- I saw a meme on Instagram that was like, for all we know, we're a science experiment sitting in a mason jar on it. <laughs> seventh grade shelf somewhere like <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I know just take that leap of faith you know yeah. get creative get your juices flowing like figure different things out you know I was playing this like real estate game with a girlfriend on the weekend and we were talking about all different ways to generate income and to buy and sell and purchase and invest and we were you know the more you do that to yourself mm. the more you allow yourself to just do take your kids crayons and do a mind map of all these different ideas and ways that you could go and how things could work. And once you st- allow yourself to just get those wheels turning, once you turn that tap on, it's really hard to turn it off because then you just sit there like spiraling with all these great ideas. And when you are open to it, that's when it things will start to show up in your mm-hmm. life. That's really what happened to me. I read uh, the four hour work week. That was like the oh, first- Oh, I've got that on my bedside doing yeah. next- like the first uh, entrepreneur book I ever read. And at that time I was like, so not an entrepreneur in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it all, literally all it did was have me be like, maybe there could be something else. And yeah. within a week, like just different opportunities started occurring to me. I started having ideas, like mm-hmm. that was all that it took. So I love that. Like, yeah, like play pretend for a little while, you know, do some yeah. brain dumps, like imagine and see what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Imagine, see what happens. You know, I had a client that I met with last week and she was in tears because we were talking about her leaving her, her full-time job. Um, and she was in tears and she's like, I just cannot believe the opportunity that's available. It's like, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Megan. I have really enjoyed this talk. And uh, like I said, I'll link everything down below for people, but thank you so much for your time and wisdom today. Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you got value from it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it on your Instagram stories and give the podcast a five-star review, which helps me to get this message out into the ears and the hearts of those who can benefit from it. And I'll see you guys next episode.